This was a question, as always, asked by somebody, and if you have a question, please, please don't keep it to yourself. I need content, and I don't want to think about it at all. You owe me. Come on, write your questions down. And can some, just some of those questions not be a payout? Anyway, now that that mini breakdown's over, let's talk about that person's, I think it was a serious question anyway, where they were asking, um, how do you know when you're on the right path in life? This is awesome. Starting to feel more and more like one of those fat Indian gurus that has about 5,000 views every video, which is essentially what I have. Now all I need is the gut. But, they are always, th th this is the breakdown of it. How do you know if you're on the right path? Let's begin. It's very simple. Do you feel good while you're doing something? End. That's all you need to do. If you read biographies of everybody who is successful in any field you could imagine, you know, the really classic wanky ones of Steve Jobs, why we need to be reminded again of why he was a great man. Always this pose. <laughs> Stop making the finger pose, Steve. Rest in peace. Look, there is a lot of different interpretations to it, but I think that, and <laughs> you're really asking somebody here, full disclaimer, I think it was a gypsy in my past life, and yes, I believe in past lives. I don't know if I do or don't, I don't know if that's a joke, but anything that's mildly pseudo-spiritual, I probably on some level agree with. Look, I care too much about my skin to not. They are always talking about the fact that, in fact, it was highlighted while I was in the casino the other day, the holiest of places, and my friend who is always into this whole thing of just being like, it's all random, all numbers, whatever, I'm just going to chuck it on anything. No, no, don't do that. If you're playing roulette, here's a little tip, kids. I love how they started off. What's the right path in life? Uh, I think that you should put it all on double zero. But we were, playing, we were playing roulette, and he just chucked it all on one number because A, he didn't believe in chance or luck, and B, he just thought it was so random that you may as well chuck it. Of course he lost. If you were a little more strategic about it, which is that you go in there with a plan, <laughs> the ins and outs of betting against very poor Filipinos on the dollar roulette table. But, uh, yeah, like he came in and did that. My strategy was to put it on the thirds. So you have a two out of three chance of winning double your money. That's a smart thing to do. That's a way better chance than just, oh, maybe uh, one out of 50 chance. Let's go, oh no, it wasn't the one out of 50. What are the odds? <laughs> so I did that, won a couple of times. Then I had this pang in my gut, stop now. You know what happens when you're usually in a casino? It's, it's designed, how hipster is it? It's designed to make all of your senses go haywire, but it is. And the reason that they do that is because they want you to not be in touch with your own intuition. Mm, sounds spiritual just seeing it. And so, if you are able to just sit there in those moments and actually listen to your gut, I truly believe it enhances your chances while you're at the casino. And I cite this from the three times I've been at the casino. And I badly lost once. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> By that time, I doubled my money when I was at the casino. And I honestly think it was because I just went in there with a plan and then I trusted my intuition from there. I just thought, no, that's enough. I don't feel good about doing this one. 
And you know, now I can never prove whether or not that that's true. I probably should have just bet it on it so I could just be like, and see, and even that's not proof, that's still random numbers, but whoa, some people might be tricked in the comments, probably knowing you smart asses, everyone here is going to go, in case we keep the thing with probability, shut up. Go on your little nerdy channels that are animated. How about that? How about you go to one of your channels that are actually good, huh? So, uh, yeah, look, what I'm saying in a roundabout way about it, <laughs> this is such advice from a Greek dad, isn't it? This reminds me a lot of when I was at the casino. But I'm saying you should trust your intuition. How do you build up on your intuition? The main way that you do it is you actually pay attention to it. So I started doing that very early on in my career. I started moving towards things that felt good. There was a, there was a narrow path. There was set out paths, right? The first path is that you go around doing grub pub gigs for 10, 15 years until Maybelline, Maybelline. <laughs> How ingrained is that at in your head? Maybe and Maybelline are the same thing, right? Uh, yeah, so they, that is one way that you do it. You just go through stand-up routines, you just do the work your deal for 15 years. Then the next path is you just start kissing and sucking a lot of ass at the ABC. Now I did both of those. Both of them felt really wrong to me. The pub one felt wrong because it was, well, the saddest shit ever. It's really, really depressing performing to four people and three of them are comedians and they don't want you to succeed. And then the next step is to just go to the ABC where you're just sitting around a bunch of narcissists that are going, mm, daddy got me this role, but I think I'm talented because nobody said otherwise, right? And you realize, no, no, you're not talented at all. You're actually just a dumb, lazy piece of shit. And so that felt bad to me as well. Just being around that level of self-absorbed, entitled cunt who does not deserve anything that they've had in life. Really, they are just this blob that has like tight jeans on. They, they have, haven't morphed into anything of themselves. They're just this shadow image of their parents. And that's how they get through life. Didn't feel good in either of those environments. So I just sat in a room like I'm currently doing right now and started yelling into a camera. And that felt good <laughs> to me. That's what felt good to me. What I can say to you is, if I was some sycophantic piece of shit, I would probably be more successful sucking and kissing ass in ABC than I would be doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, not, not, you know, like in a roundabout way, like as in I would have been more successful doing that than if I felt bad and stayed in that environment and did what I was doing. Does that make sense? Doesn't even make sense to me. Let me try that one more time. <laughs> I'm saying that whatever feels good to you in, and you're doing that, the natural motivation is there and so your brain is going to be more focused on that so you've got two things working for you in that scenario. First off, you have the fact that you have the motivation to keep going when most people would stop. That's pretty much the only key to success that you need to kick off right there. But the second one on top of that is that because you're focused and you're in that deep learning state when you're doing something that you should be doing and the whole time you've got that laser focus on it, you're actually absorbing more information than people that kind of sit there and go, oh, well, job's the job. You want to be in those environments. The environments that stimulate your brain into that autistic level of focus of Egypt. You want to be in that. And I'm saying the same thing. If I was one of those comedians, it's just like, have you ever licked your girlfriend's pussy and she said, no, that's enough. How fucked is that, yeah? 
you know, those comedians that are just in the bars. If I felt good in that environment, I should have stuck to that environment. And in all three of those environments, if I felt good in it, the natural motivation would be there, and so I would stick it out longer. When you think about it, there's, I like to think that there's an element of magic to it. I am one of those pathetic nerds at school, those chicks that just like, I've read Harry Potter a lot. Well, good for you. Do you have any friends? Ron Weasley's my friend. But I do like the fact that there is that element of magic to it. It just adds a nice little element of whimsy to me. But at the end of the day, I think it is just a lot more psychologically, scientifically based than that. Which is that if you are in the zone and you feel that nice little narrow channel of attention, when you're in it, that's, that's the key thing that we're talking about here, attention. It's, always, it's, it's the key thing to this whole channel, focus. Another word for it is attention. Did you know that? So, <laughs> such stupid questions all the time hurled at you. What's the letter that comes after B in the alphabet? wonder if there's any like Filipino students that are going, E, uh, uh, I made the oopsie again. So, that's what I think that you need to think about, is where do you feel most stimulated? And if you feel most stimulated in that environment, that's what you should be doing more of. Remember when we were talking about passive and active activities? What you want to be doing more of in life is active activities. The more that you're doing passive activities is wastes of time. There's no other way to put it. Sometimes you need to zone out when you've just been doing it so much and it becomes really intense doing something that you love doing. I've been there having the ideal life that I dreamed about for years and then just being like, oh God, I need a holiday from being in Melbourne for three months. Come see my show. Not three months, one month. Just because facts matter, don't they? Uh, so, especially when they're extemporaneous. I hate when people in this channel are just like, this is very silly analysis. It's not analysis. It's fucking brain farts, you dumb cunt. Now, <laughs> please keep watching and tell your friends. Especially if I just insulted you then. You owe me. So what you need to think about in that situation is how are you going to get more of those? And that's what I want you to write down now. If you're asking, am I on the right path in life? You know the answer to that. Why am I ever making this video? You know if what you're doing feels right. There's a very good system navigation tool that I learned from the secret no less. <laughs> Everyone's always ragging on it. Don't knock it till you've tried it. I, they were saying that that is the best guidance mechanism for human beings. And it is. And look, obviously, not every human being is in the position where they can pursue things that they want to do all the time. But you can pursue more of what you want to do all the time. And that will only lead to you doing more of it. It will just keep building up on itself. For instance, I would love to do an hour stand-up show when I was 18. It would probably would have been shit house, But... It would have been great, but was I afforded the opportunity to do it? No, because nobody wanted to go see it. But I just kept focusing on comedy. I kept focusing on it for 10 years. I kept focusing on it for, I think I've been doing it longer now. I think it started when I was in high school. So probably 15 years. I've been focusing on comedy for 15 years. Yes, for a very long period of time, but this is just how success works. It's always just this, just little incremental build up, incremental build up, incremental build up, incremental build up. Inc I'm saying incremental build up for anybody. What do you say at 20 minutes, one second? Then, then it goes and then it goes and goes. And then at one point, for some reason, it just goes And then success just builds on itself naturally to this point where you actually look at it and you just go, damn, like, how am I making that much money? I'm, I'm not worth that much. You know? That's, what a cunty smile. Am I right? But 
that's what happens. That's that's just the field of success. It's just like nothing, 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 getting hammered down, hammered down, hammered down by society. The man! And then all of a sudden, you just break free. It's a very weird thing. And I think it all is just about being committed to the hustle, yo. And if you are committed to the hustle, what eventually happens is that you do have that success that just starts building huge... Instead of just being little pebbles building atop one another, it starts being... I don't know, pyramid blocks going on top of each other, going It just keeps working like that. It's like, it, I, I call it the avalanche. Has anybody ever used that metaphor before? But it does. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So anybody that sits there and just goes, well, it's easy for you. It wasn't easy for me. It definitely was not easy for me. I did not come from a rich family. I came from a poor family that had no connections. They were nice people, I guess. I don't know. I do feud a lot with them. Anyway, that, that, let, let's, we'll start another channel on Friendly Geordie's Childhood Traumas, the third channel. <laughs> but, um, you know, <laughs> that distant look away. Uh, there was a lot of hitting. There wasn't any hitting. Look, now, but I was not in that crowd. I make everything for myself, as you can clearly see from this shit camera. The reason I kill, still keep that shit camera, by the way, is it is a reminder that I built all of this by myself. I love that. I love looking into this and just going, damn, now I can sell out crowds of a thousand people if I want to. I like the intimacy of, you know, 200 people. But that's a great problem to have in life of just going, mm, it just doesn't feel right. The acoustics are a bit shit. That's, and also on top of that, they start charging an arm and a leg going like 50% of your ticket sales? Uh -huh. How about you? Fuck off. So I like keeping that camera there because it is a reminder that it all started with that. It keeps me humble. And it makes me realize that all you need is this shitty room and the things that you learn in life and the person that you become as a result of the learning that that is what actually makes long-standing success and the changing life that you actually want. The, life of, the, the, the dream life that you yourself want to live. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have Lambos and shit. I, I couldn't care less. I like my Toyota. But I can do what I want when I want. And that is a result of pursuing what felt right and pursuing it with intent and purpose and on top of that minimizing constantly trying to trick myself figuring out all these self-help techniques on how to keep myself on task the longest period of time I possibly could that is how you know if you're on the right path or not does it feel right not does it feel good not does it make you feel does it make you feel excited at the time? You know, obviously taking shrooms would be better than me doing this right now. But it wouldn't feel right. Least of all to me, because I think I've got one of those minds that I have at once and I'll just be a schizophrenic for the rest of my life. But I think for most people as well, the same thing applies to you. Maybe some people are supposed to be taking shrooms. That's what they're cosmically supposed to be doing. But you know what you're supposed to be doing right now. You know that there's something that you could be doing right now that is much more productive to you than watching these videos. Shame! Now, before you go and go and do that, first of all, I want you to write down what that is. I just want you to write down what do you feel right doing. That's what you need to be looking for. Because a lot of this stuff, a lot of the research that I do for Friendly Geordies, a lot of the time that I spend by myself thinking about what my opinion on something is, researching and, and verifying whether or not that opinion is right. And then, and then or, and as a result of that research, trying to give out what I think is the most 
truthful and best move forward for the society. That's, that's, that's pretty much the, the aim of Friendly Geordies now. A lot of that is boring. A lot of that is draining. A lot of it is especially draining because it's politically focused and as soon as you say anything that is remotely politically focused, you get hurls of abuse. So, but at the end of the day, it feels right. There's a saying that I've started to adopt the older I've gotten, which is that some things are more important than being happy. You can change yourself into being happy at any moment. That's easy. What's hard is staying on the right path, but you know what that path is. Don't pretend you don't. Now, you, give me some more questions. What do you want me to answer? Make sure you like this video.